Welcome to the Dark Deeds podcast, where I will be discussing crimes and acts that occurred that are dark in nature. I will try to cover all different types of incidents to provide a broad spectrum of all dark deeds from all around the world and all different types of heinous crimes. Episode 1 The Murder of Shafilia Ahmed. Honour killing or shame killing is the murder of a family member due to the perpetrator's belief that the victim has brought some shame or dishonour upon the family or has violated the principles of a community or a religion, usually for reasons such as refusing to enter an arranged marriage, being in a relationship that is disapproved by their family, having sex outside marriage, becoming the victim of rape, dressing in ways which are deemed inappropriate, engaging in non-heterosexual relations or renouncing a faith. Amnesty International states, the regime of honour killing is unforgiving. Women on whom suspicion has fallen are not given an opportunity to defend themselves and family members have no socially acceptable alternative but to remove the stain on their honour by attacking the woman. Shafilia Ahmed was born on 14th of July 1986 and was a 17-year-old British-Pakistani girl from Great Sankey, Warrington in Cheshire who was murdered by her parents in a suspected honour killing in September 2003. Shafilia disappeared on the 11th of September 2003. Her parents didn't report it. A concerned teacher raised the alarm a week later after overhearing Shafilia's younger siblings discussing her appearance. The Ahmeds claimed she ran away, but six months on, in February 2004, Shafilia's decomposing remains were found by the River Kent in Cumbria. Shafilia was born in Bradford, West Yorkshire, to Pakistan-born parents Iftika and Fazana, who were conservative Pakistani. She attended Great Sankey High School and was an A-level student who had hoped to become a solicitor. Both parents of Shafilia had been raised in the same rural village close to the northeast frontier of Pakistan. The couple were appalled to see their eldest child turn her back, the values they had held so dear. Instead of modesty and conformity they expected, Shafilia wanted to become westernised. She wanted to wear modern clothes, have a career and above all else she wanted boyfriends. On October the 8th, 2003, Fazana Ahmed was interviewed at the police station regarding Shafilia's disappearance with an interpreter present. Fazana discloses that when Shafilia went to Pakistan, she was not well. She stated Shafilia had gone missing before, but had come home after her father found her walking with a girl in town. She denied arranging a forced marriage in Pakistan, stating they had gone there because Fazana's mother was ill. Shafilia had been in Pakistan for 11 weeks. She also said that her daughter drank something, a mistake, that made her ill and she had to go to hospital in Pakistan for a few days. She said she didn't report Shafilia missing until the 18th of September, a week after she had disappeared, as the last time the family had reported her missing, the police did not take them seriously. And on the 18th of December 2003, Shafilia's father was also interviewed by the police in which he also denied any wrongdoing and also denied the possibility of an arranged marriage. In February 2004, Shafilia's corpse was found near the River Kent, 
Sedgwick, Cumbria, which is near Kendall in the Lake District, 70 miles away from Warrington. After heavy flooding in the area, police said that the corpse was deliberately hidden. A gold zigzag bracelet and blue topaz ring found with the body were later identified to be Shafelia's by her parents. She was so badly decomposed, police required DNA tests to ascertain whether it was her. They could not establish a cause of death despite two post-mortems. In January 2008, a coroner's inquest held that Shafelia was the victim of a very vile murder and the verdict was an unlawful killing. Detectives believed her killer or killers may have driven north from Warrington up the M6 and have chosen the first good hiding place that presented itself after leaving the motorway at Junction 36. Her body was found close to a secluded lay-by and among the first woodland that visitors using the junction would have encountered. Iftika and Fazana were initially arrested by the police and bailed pending further inquiries but they were later released from bail, to which they protested their innocence to the media. The breakthrough in the case came after nine long years, when her younger sister, Alicia, now 24, organised her own home to be burgled. Three men broke into the home in Warrington, Cheshire, on August the 25th, 2010. Until then, police had failed, despite smuggling a listening device into the house, to gather enough evidence to justify arresting the couple on murder charges. She refused to give police the names of her accomplices in the robbery, but told detectives, I contacted them, it was my responsibility. At the time, she was struggling financially and her parents were trying to pressure her into an arranged marriage with a man from Bradford. There was also pressure on her to go to Pakistan. I felt like I was going down the same path as my sister had gone down, in terms of going to Pakistan, in terms of being 21 and supposed to be married. It was just a lot of pressure. I was struggling with a family situation in the build-up to the robbery. It all got too much and it was a relief to finally tell someone. During police interviews, she disclosed that she watched her parents hold down and murder her sister. On September 2011, police charged Iftikat and Fazana with Shafilia's murder. In December 2011, Iftika and Fazana enter not guilty pleas to murder at Manchester Crown Court. And in May 2012, the trial begins at Chester Crown Court. Alicia became a key prosecution witness and told the court of the final fatal assault. In her detailed account, she recalled how her sister's eyes were wide in shock and how she was kicking her legs as she struggled to breathe. Alicia was frozen to the spot in horror as she watched Shafelia's legs stop kicking. She ran to her bedroom and later from a window saw her father carry her sister's body wrapped in bin bags to his car before driving off. Crucially before this, she observed her mother in the kitchen sorting out flowery pattern sheet, bin bags and rolls of tape. Perhaps one of the most distressing elements of Shafelia Ahmed's murder was that according to Alicia, the other children were present when their parents killed her. Mrs. Ahmed also claimed that her husband had threatened to do the same to her and the other children if she ever asked him what happened to Shafelia. The verdicts were delivered by the jury after two days of deliberations as guilty. Upon sentencing, Mr. Justice Roderick Evans said, Westernised Shafelia simply wanted a normal life but had found herself squeezed between two cultures. 
He then made a thunderous attack on the morals of the parents standing in front of him at Chester Crown Court. What was it that brought you to her parents, the people who had given her life to the point of killing her, he asked them. You chose to bring up your family in Warrington, but your social and cultural attitudes were those of rural Pakistan. Shafilia was a determined, able and ambitious girl who wanted to live a life which was normal in the country, which you had chosen to live and bring up your children. However, you could not tolerate the life that Shafilia wanted to live. You wanted your family to live in Pakistan, in Warrington. He ordered both Iftikhar Ahmed and his wife to serve a minimum of 25 years in prison. This is a poem written by Shafilia called Feel Trapped. I feel trapped, so stuck. I don't what to do. The feeling is mutual. I don't know how to explain. I'm a trapped, so trapped, so trapped. Now you know where I stand. When I fall back, I got nowhere else to land. I don't know what to say. I'm trapped, so trapped. I'm trapped with you. It was my last year in school. So happy with my friends. I got lots to do. But came this day when everything changed. I came home. It seemed like a normal day. But something wasn't right. I wish I could have changed the event. I should have killed myself instead. I'd rather have been dead because now I have a burden on my chest. And no, it won't go away, the guilt, the pain. When I look back on things, I could have changed, could have stopped, prevented exchange. But I had to turn out this way, so trapped. Now I'm sitting on my window bay, looking at the rain, drowning sorrow and pain. Will this ever go away? I feel trapped, so trapped, I'm trapped. I'm trapped, so trapped, I'm trapped. I don't know what to do, I feel trapped, but my family ignored.